G'day Dave here and we're looking at Matthew chapter 3. Over the last few months I've been watching a little more Netflix than usual perhaps and one of the things that I've noticed is that there's often a build-up, a preparation for a series that's coming, a blockbuster movie that you just don't want to miss. Well in this Gospel of Matthew that focuses on Jesus there is a pilot, there's a trailer, there's preparation for the one who's coming and it's rather unusual and it focuses on one man that we know as John the Baptist. Have a look at what it says in Matthew chapter 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair. And he had a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming out to where he was baptizing, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think that you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. We well, see here is Jesus' PR man. Here's the preparation for the one who is to come. And it's pretty unusual, isn't it? Uh, we meet this guy called John. He's out in the desert, an unusual place to be in the wilderness. And yet for the people of Israel, it has a significance because God has often dealt with his people in the wilderness. And as he rescued them from Egypt and brought them to be his people in the promised land, he took them for 40 years through the wilderness. And they had to cross over the Jordan River to enter into that land. And here we see them coming out to the Jordan where John is located and we're told a little bit here too about John, his message, and his clothing. Quite unusual, isn't it really? In an account of Jesus, this gospel, which tells us next to nothing about his birth or anything really about his childhood, we get a description of John and his unusual clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt round his waist and his diet of locusts and wild honey. What's going on here? Well, you see, you put all these things together, a prophetic-like figure, he's out in the wilderness and he's dressed in this garb and he's eating this unusual diet and our focus is reminded of a prophet in the Old Testament called Elijah. And Elijah was to come before the coming of the Lord. In fact, the last two verses of the Old Testament in the book of Malachi are preparing for the coming of God himself. See, there's something to anticipate. There's something on the horizon. If you look over the shoulder of John, you're going to see something big that's taking place. Who is he? Well, I take it that we're to understand that he is the one preparing for the coming kingdom. The arrival of the king is just on the horizon. And so what is his message? We'll come back to verse 2. He says, repent. Repent. It doesn't mean to do penance. It doesn't simply mean to say that you're sorry. To repent means to do a 180. It's to turn around. It's to change your focus, to change your life. He's saying, do a 180, repent, turn back to God, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. 
Something is over my shoulder. Have a look. See what's coming after me, in effect, John is saying. And we get a context to understand this man. Verse 3, this is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah. Now remember, Isaiah is around about seven, 800 years before John walks on this earth. And yet there is a prediction that's made back then of something dramatic that's to happen in the future. And there's, this is the quote, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. You see, John the Baptist is the voice. He's the PR man. He's the one getting people ready for the coming of the Lord. Summary of his message, well, quite simply, God is on the horizon. God is coming to bring in his kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, or it says in the other gospel, the kingdom of God, not a geographical kingdom, not going to overthrow the Romans and drive out the enemy. No, this is to be a spiritual kingdom where God rules upon his throne. God is coming to establish his rule. And John is preparing people to get ready. And how are they to get ready? Well, they are to turn back to God. They're to turn their lives around. Now, you see a very poor response. Uh, John is very suspicious of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Verse 7, these are the religious leaders of the day. And he says to them, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? What you need to do, verse 8, is produce fruit in keeping with repentance. They need to change. They think that they're okay. They look at verse 9 and do not think that you can say to yourselves, we've got Abraham as our father. See, they were relying on their religious pedigree, their ancestral father, Abraham. They surely are okay. They're Jewish people. They've got to be right with God. No, John says. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. He says the axe is already at the root of the trees and everyone that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. See, don't think that you can come before God and be right with God, that if God was to come to you, that if you live as you please and do as you want, just because you're religious, that you'll be okay. No. John warns the Pharisees and the Sadducees. These were the religious elite in his day. They too need to repent. Now, the right response we see back in verse 5. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. And confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. See, we need to recognize that our deep problem is sin. That is, we put ourselves before God. We shut God out of our lives. And the people saw that they were doing that. And they confessed their sin. And as a symbol of their repentance, they washed themselves. They were baptized by John in the Jordan River. John was getting them ready for the coming of the king. If we are to get ready for God, then we need to repent. We need to turn around. If you've never done that, if you've never responded to God by acknowledging that you've lived against him and now you want to follow him, today would be the day to do that. Repent now. For if the kingdom of heaven was near then, friends, it's every bit nearer now. Now we're going to see what the focus of this is. We're going to look over John's shoulder in the next section and we'll see the coming of the Lord to his people. But for now, let's search our hearts and ask this question. Have we turned back to God? Are we following after the king? 
God our King? Is he ruling on the throne in our lives? Or are we living as we please? Because God's word, no matter whether you're not a Christian or you're a new Christian or you've been a Christian for a long time, keeps calling us to repent, to turn back to God, to let him rule our lives, for him to sit on the throne. Have you done that? Will you keep doing that?